Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of one of the best shows on the planet. I'm just going to go ahead and say it because it's the facts, and I only report the facts. This is Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. It's the only place with a show for every team in Los Angeles and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Stacey Pates alongside the incomparable, my sis, Sydney Weiss. What's up, girl? Hello, Stacy. It feels so good hearing your voice again and being back on the greatest show on the planet, like you said, facts only. Facts only. So happy to have you here. You are live from Spain. Tell me what's going on there. How's the weather? Um, are you still loving it there? Oh, gosh. I really do love it here. It's been a whirlwind because I've actually been home more than I anticipated, home meaning back in the States because um, I came home. Uh, in November, obviously, and then I was able to make it home for Christmas. And so that was really unexpected. I found out literally a day before I flew back to the States. Um, I think I was home for a total of about 48 hours, and then I was back on the flight, and we had a game a day after I got back to Spain. <laughs> and so, um, and then we've been off to the races. I mean, we've been playing every weekend, Spanish league, um, and then uh, we had a Euro Cup game this past Thursday, and we won. So that means we're going to the round of 16 for Euro Cup, which is super exciting. Um, and then we play again tomorrow. And, um, yeah, everything's been going well here basketball-wise. It's been a continual journey of, um, you know, we've had a couple injuries throughout the this last month. And so stepping into new roles, um, getting used to uh, each other in a new way, and, and stepping up in general um, yeah. because the – the people that we've lost, they're big contributors. And so you, you got to do what you got to do in order to win. And so I think we've done a really good job staying together in that regard. Um, and then living here, it's, it's, gosh, it's winter, January and February. <laughs> it's no joke here. We're in the mountains. There's snow capped mountains around us. Um, my skin is dry. It is a dry winter here. Um, but it is beautiful. It's sunny during the day. It's actually um, nice enough where you can just wear like a, a crew top, a crew neck sweater, a sweatshirt, and you're fine, you're comfortable. But during the night and in the mornings, it is it's a blizzard. Not mm. really, but like, you know, it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's cold. cold. <laughs> yes. And, and for someone that, you know, obviously you spent time in, in Oregon where it gets a little chilly, but primarily your life has been in Phoenix and Los Angeles so far. So yeah, you're kind of spoiled a little bit, just a little bit. I am. And I honestly, I haven't had a winter the last two years because I was in Australia in 2018 and it was summer when I was there for that season. So I had ah. two summers in a row. And then last year I was in Israel and it, it's winter, but it's not cold. Like yeah. I just had to wear um, a sweatshirt occasionally and it would rain sometimes, but it was like, I could go to the beach if I wanted, like it would get up to 70 sometimes during the winter. So I've been very very spoiled. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Not in this case. Not bad. No. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Australia. Obviously, all of our hearts are so heavy for that part of the world right now. Having lived there, spent time there, been around the people there, um, what are your thoughts on what's going on there and how can we as <clears throat> Americans support them? Yeah, it's. Um, I was actually talking to one of my really good friends about it yesterday and we both were saying how emotional we've been over it because you see um, these these animals who are 
who are dying in these fires. You see uh, people being evacuated from their towns, their homes, um, a couple of casualties, sadly. And so, and then I also heard that it was man-made, that yeah. there was, um, you know, people who, who lit the fire, they started the fire, if you will. And that just grinds my, it's like, what are you, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And so um, there's so many ways that we can help. And even just um, being more sustainable ourselves in regards to, um, you know, being aware of not necessarily during the winter, but obviously you got to, it's, it's not bad to be too safe. And so uh, being mindful when you are in forests or when you're out outside to, let's say if you're smoking a cigarette to really make sure that it's, it's put out and to, to take care of fires, um, you know, however you need to, and to be extra sure that there is nothing left to chance. If you're having a fire outside, pay attention to the no burn days. Um, and then, uh, you can go in, even as far as, you know, not using plastic water bottles, not doing the straws, um, using reusable grocery bags, all these environmentally friendly ways um, to help with the environment and the world in general. And then there's also so many ways that you can donate to Red Cross, to different organizations, um, animal shelters, uh, vets, different places in Australia. I know that Liz Cambage, um, who plays for the Las Vegas Aces. She is a native of Australia and she posted to her Instagram um, that there, she has uh, a link on her bio um, where you can go and donate. It's a GoFundMe page. And so there's so many different ways that you can contribute, even if it's uh, a little bit of a donation uh, financially. Um, I know that not everybody, no one has not everyone has the resources to just go over to Australia and go and help and physically be there, but there are ways to keep ourselves aware, educated, uh, caught up to date with what's going on. And then obviously if you do have the means financially to contribute and donate to these different organizations. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, I was telling you before we started the show that rugby starts for me, um, next month on CBS and, um, one of the rugby teams, I'm sure many more will follow suit, but right now in, uh, specifically the San Diego Legion, um, have t-shirts that they've designed and they're really good looking t-shirts and the proceeds go back to Australia because rugby is an international league. We're trying to, um, CBS sports, major league rugby, we're trying to make it big in the U S like soccer, um, mm -hmm. became big in the U S. So the San Diego Legion has a lot of, a lot of the MLR teams, there's 12 this year. A lot of them have gentlemen from Australia. So um, you can go to SD Legion, that's for SanDiegoLegion.com um, and buy a t-shirt as well. And, and the proceeds will help those folks out there. It is heartbreaking when you see um, the animals because many of them are endangered as well. And it's, mm -hmm. it is hard. It is hard, but that's why we talk about it and we um, support in the way we can. And even if it's not, yeah. if it's not monetarily, it's, it's sharing, you know, things on Instagram or teams doing things, stepping up. And, and that's an important piece of it. So thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for sharing your insight on that. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. On to basketball. I cannot believe it's 2020. I mean, we're a week and a half in and um, I know you shared with me that it's, it's moving quickly for you. Um, which makes me happy because the quicker it moves for you, the quicker you get back here and on the, on the floor for the LA Sparks. So I'm pretty selfish. I'm selfish when it comes to my people. So having you here <laughs> is going to be a good thing, but it's also 2020 is also an Olympic year. Uh, let's talk about a pair of your teammates right now, Neka Gumake and Chelsea Gray. Um, gosh, just to be able to put on 
USA and represent your country. What a special, beautiful gift. Tell me about those two women and why they're great um, people to step in those shoes and, and prayerfully make the team officially. Yeah, I, I can't think of uh, two better representatives than those two. Um, they embody um, the qualities that you would want on the Olympic team um, on and off the court. You know, you look at NECA, who is the president of our WMBPA, um, our Players Association. She is um, our team captain, our leader. Um, she's one of the best leaders that I've ever come across um, as on and off the court. I mean, she's just an incredible person and Chelsea as well. Um, the way that she treats people, her heart for um, people on and off the court, her own teammates. Uh, she has a shoe drive annually where she collects, um, you know, shoes that she doesn't wear. She's sponsored by Adidas. Um, so she collects all these different shoes, not only from her stock, but people around. Um, she, she puts it online and tries to make people aware of it. Um, so they know, okay, if you have any extra shoes that you're not using, bring them to me. And so two high quality, high character people who get to represent our nation. Um, and hopefully, like you said, represent us at the Olympics, but I'm super excited for their opportunity. I think they have two or three um, exhibitions against college teams again, like they did in the fall. Um, and then they're going to be headed to Serbia um, to play in the Olympic qualifiers next month. And so uh, I know that they've been working hard preparing for that. And um, they're going to, they're going to represent us with um, to the best of their abilities and with great pride. With the Olympic qualifiers coming up next month, so many um, women from the WNBA will be representing us and also across the world to see women's basketball um, put on the world stage is always special. I wish it was more than just four times a year, or I'm sorry, four every four years um, with the Olympic Games. But what are your thoughts on the global reach of women's basketball during an Olympic year? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually amazing to be able to uh, play overseas and to um, to witness these other countries and their top competitors. Uh, you know, being in Australia, um, you watch the Olympics growing up, but you only recognize your country um, if you pay attention. And so, growing up, you know, you you see this Olympic team, you watch the WNBA. Um, and then you see them represent our country and you're like, yeah, that makes sense that they would win gold. Look how good they are when you see them year, um, during the summers. And then now that I've been able to go and play against these other uh, top competitors from other countries, it's not going to be an easy route to get to the gold. These countries are getting, I mean, they've always been good. Uh, but I think, you know, U.S. has always been head and shoulders above just talent wise and uh, the athleticism, the IQ. but um, these, these women out here are amazing. I actually have two, uh, two of my roommates, they're going to try out for their respective countries. My, one of them is going to be going to the Swedish national team camp. And my other one is going to the Serbian national team camp. And so, um, to hear their stories and to, to see how hard they work, um, within our team in Spain, but then when they go to their respective countries, um, it's so cool to see, uh, the progress of women's basketball around the world um, from Australia, the team in Israel, and now here, the Spanish team. Um, it's, it's super competitive and it's been a lot of fun to see the progress that's been made as I've gone deeper into the professional world, but also I compare it to when I was in college and when I was a kid 
just seeing, you know, how dominant U.S. has been um, and now experiencing these women across the world, how good they are. It's, it's going to be a really exciting qualifying tournament this next month. And then the Olympics, obviously, it's going to be really competitive, too. How fundamentally um, different is it since you've had the experience of Israel, Australia, you've got multicultural teammates um, from all, all walks of life, especially when, when you are playing overseas. How fundamentally different is the game or does it change much when you play overseas? Like the rules, the basketball, the grip, like anything, any little thing. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you can, it's funny because being in the States, like when I was in college, you could always tell when someone was from Europe based on how they played. Um, and now being in Europe, you can tell who's American. <laughs> and you, you can tell, you can just, there's a difference. Um, I know here in the Spanish league, when I first got here, it was like a hundred miles per hour. Like we're doing, there's so many things going on at once. And, and I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's read the situation before we expend too much energy. <laughs> and so, but they just play, not that Americans don't play hard, but the pace here is different. And so, and the way that they, um, it's like they see all these options at a hundred miles per hour. Cause that's how they've been brought up. And so then uh, I was actually watching um, Oregon state last night, they played U of A and U of A has two girls, at least two girls from Spain. And so I was like, Oh, they're from Spain. I can tell, <laughs> mm. I can tell that they're from Spain. And so the way that, um, their style of play, it is, it's, it is very interesting to see the differences, uh, but it also is amazing um, with, to see how it all works together. And it, at the end of the day, it's still basketball, and there's uh, different ways to go about it, but the ultimate goal is to make a basket. And so however you need to get there, you get there. But um, it is cool to, to recognize those differences. Um, you think of Australia. Australia is more of a, a fundamentally team pick and roll sort of like American in a way where you take your time making these different reads, but you share the ball that's moving quick. Uh, Israel is a lot more. Um, I think of it as like a one-on-one just making plays. And if you don't have a shot, then you'll pass it. There's not a lot of sets that go with it. It's just more like, I'm just going to go super hard and play one-on-one and do what I got to do. And then here it's been um, really organized in regards to, uh, there's a lot of options that you can see as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun uh, to implement that new style with the style that I come from uh, with the Sparks and my, my own background. Um, so that's what's really cool. When you play overseas, you get to adjust into a new mold and you add that into your repertoire, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes you di- – multiple multi-dimensional when um and you can fit into a bunch of different uh systems which is fun i love that that is such a a great great tool um yeah and that you continue to add to to your game i think also the blessing in disguise is when you're overseas if anyone's trash talking unless you speak the language you don't even know (laughs) oh my gosh yeah like today during practice like our coach is explaining something that has nothing to do with me. And so I'll just sort of hang out <laughs> in the corner <laughs> because he's talking in Spanish. And it's like, if, if it pertains to me, I ha- one of our assistant coaches will come up to, to me and the other American and he'll say, this is what he's saying. But if it has nothing to do with me, I just sort of stand there and think about what am I going to have for dinner? 
<laughs> but then you know once it's like time to go it's like all right you gotta turn it on be focused whatever but like yeah it's if someone's talking crap to you you're just like I have no idea what you're saying and I'm not even gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go over here that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right we had um Eli Horowitz on the show uh last week and he was terrific of course he's the um director of public relations and communications for the LA Sparks. And he was fantastic. And, and one of the things we talked about heavily, um, and it's such a uh, personal pursuit for him and for me, quite frankly, is media coverage and not getting enough media coverage. And how do we get more? What is media coverage like overseas? Um, it's not a lot, to be honest. It depends on the country you're in, but I know, um, we we have live stream games and they do put games on tv here like it was really cool because when i first got here in october um i was going through customs and they had a spanish league game on um and so i was able to watch and sort of see like a couple people that i knew were already playing and so it was cool to see that in the airport so they do broadcast it and this country does support um women's basketball uh, but when it comes to media coverage, I think we, I've only seen one reporter at our practice, um, maybe once a week. Um, and then after games, sometimes our coach or like one of us will be interviewed by a radio or a TV station if it's on TV, um, other than that. And I don't, I'm also really bad. I need to get better at it. Um, I don't pay attention to a lot of media stuff. And so if, if I'm told you're going to talk to this person, I'll go and talk to them. But like, I don't really look up articles. I don't see if we're being covered. Um, and so that's on me because I know it is important in order to um, advertise our product. And so um, overseas, it depends on where you're at. But at least for Spain, it, it's, not, it's not like we have press conferences after games or anything like that. Speaking of advertising, we are going to take a quick break and hear from Manscaped. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Believe in Sparks. Support for Believe in Sparks comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag. So manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. And welcome back, everyone, to Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates alongside Sydney Weiss talking about media coverage. Thank you for sharing your experiences uh, currently in Spain. What can we do better um, in the U.S.? Because the WNBA is still not getting the coverage it has earned and deserved. And that's definitely a, a button push situation for me. What can we do better? I think it's a matter of paying attention and um, choosing it. Uh, there's so many things nowadays. I mean, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have uh, live TV, you have all these different things that you can choose to be watching and paying attention to. Um, and so it's not like we're unaware. We're just choosing not to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, you know, I last night, usually 
Um, I've been on an office kick. I've just wanted to watch The Office constantly. <laughs> so uh, I usually turn on like a couple episodes of The Office and then I'll go to sleep or whatever. And um, it's really cool because Neka Ogumake um, and Brianna Stewart and um, two U.S. women's national team soccer players and then a, a U.S. track star, they are on a Players' Tribune. Um, it's like a mini Instagram TV type series and it's called The T. Um, and so they are being very authentic and vulnerable about um, their respective sports and what it's like as a woman in their industries. And so I watched, there's seven episodes out right now and they're like anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. And so I watched that last night and I was like, you know what? Like after watching it, I was like, man, like I want to get more aware of this and pay attention to that and look up articles on this and see more videos on, you know, you name it. And so I think it's just a matter of prioritizing and thinking, you know what? Yeah, it's fun to watch these shows, but it's more important to pay attention to this. And so um, whether it's having um, the back of other women's athletes, um, you know, it's just supporting other people, not just women, uh, but supporting um, what's important to others. So like, even if it's not important to you, like it means something to me. So please, you know, watch me, go to this game, uh, buy a ticket, buy a uniform, a t-shirt, whatever. And so I think it's just making that conscious effort and choice to, um, to watch, to pay attention, to experience it and to, um, you know, open your mind to giving it a chance at the very least. And so that goes with media coverage, making it important, making it a big deal, um, creating um, a narrative or a platform to share stories, to share these truths, and then uh, people making the choice to tune in and listen. It's, um, I mean, we can produce as much content as we want, but if people aren't going to pay attention, then, I mean, what, what more can you do? So we have to choose to pay attention to these things. It's also important for um, athletes to use their, to leverage their social media. You know, I think I, I don't do a good job of me neither. Uh, yeah. Self-promoting is just not my deal. I mean, I can promote you all day, which makes this podcast easy for me because it's not about me. It's about the sparks. <laughs> but if it's something, if it was just about me, I'd be like, I don't know. I, know. How, I don't know what to <laughs> but say. It's so, it is important though, because what we're talking about. And so like when we first started these podcasts at first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to retweet it or repost about it because, you know, I'm on it. And, and it's like, no, no, no. What we're talking about is super important, super relevant, and people need to hear about it. And so yep. I had to change my own perspective of like, hey, like we're, we're doing something bigger than myself. I can't be selfish and not share it. Mm -hmm. So just yep. like you said, yeah. you know, it's, it's important to share the content because um, what we're talking about needs to be heard and it should, be, it should reach as many people as we can. Yeah, absolutely. And it also benefits, you know, the, the big picture because we want the league to grow. We want the league to be spoken about in the off season, uh, yes. e even more and, and more in the regular season and, and the postseason as well. I mean, I don't want any part of the year to not have WNBA conversation. So anything yeah. that any of us can do, all your teammates, all the women across the league, just use that, leverage that because now's the time and the louder our voices are, the more opportunities you all are going to receive and the more you'll be in vision of, of people that may not have ever watched a single game. And that's really important to me as well. And I know that, you know, just so you know, what's extra special in talking with Eli, he is so dedicated to 
bringing you guys more to the forefront. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. see what the organization does um, to give you guys more exposure because that's definitely something heavy on his heart. So you guys are in great hands all across. Yes, the board. we are. We really are. Eli has been amazing these last few years and uh, it's always been about us. I mean, you can tell that he takes his job seriously because he wants to make sure that we're talking to these people and that he's hooking us up with um, as many people with as many platforms as possible because he really is passionate about um, not only the sparks, but growing our game, growing um, how how visual we are, how, how many people can see us. Um, and he knows that we're uh, we're pretty cool people, you know, <laughs> yeah. so like we should be out there. We should be seen and we should be talked about. So he's done such an amazing job. Shout out to Eli yeah. for setting us up for success. Big Absol- time. Absolutely. And talk about also another setup for success. You get someone like Danita Johnson in that yes. seat and yes. she's a, she's a powerhouse, man. I feel like oh she, my gosh. she will not take no for an answer. I've met her one time and I feel like she will not take no for an answer. Like she, yeah, is, that's our boss. Yeah. She's spectacular. <laughs> yeah. She's spectacular. Yeah. So yeah, you guys are in great hands and we um, are. Yeah. And speaking of great hands, speaking of using the voices, um, CBA negotiations, drawing closer and closer and closer to um, finality. And, and finding out um, what what it's going to look like for for generations, you know, going forward. Um, what are some other things that you've learned or heard or even discussed with teammates that you that you are able to share um, as we continue to anticipate nothing but good things for the CBA? Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of it is still um, confidential, and so yep. I'm not even going to risk it by sharing. Um, anything, but uh, it has been cool to hear the progress, to hear about the negotiations, and our representation has been very upfront and honest because they know um, they are the ones that represent the rest of us, and so they have been sharing as much as they can, as quickly as they can, um, so all the players are aware of what's been talked about, the direction that we're headed, um, and then they, they ask for our feedback and they want to know, is there anything else that we, is there anything we've missed? Is there anything else that we should be talking about? What do you guys think? Uh, you know, stuff like that. And so it's been a whole collective effort uh, to make sure that not only our representation is on the same page, but that the players they're representing are aware and on board with uh, the direction that we're all trying to go. And um, I think it's, it's super exciting to see um, and to hear about the effort and the work and the intention um, that they have all placed on this. And they have been working tirelessly to make sure that um, we take steps forward and, you know, whether or not they're impacted by it. Uh, Cause a lot of our, our reps are, um, I guess they're not, they're coming to the end of their careers, if you will. Um, but they want to make sure that it's good for who's not part of the league yet. And I think that's, that's our biggest mindset is to set up the future for a better opportunity and for what's deserved, what's been earned um, for when it's their time to take over. And so um, it's super exciting. I'm not sure when everything's going to be finalized yet, but um, everything that has been discussed has been positive and has been um, steps forward in a very bright direction. So I'm, I'm excited for everyone to be aware of it um, as soon as it, as it is finalized. My bookies got it all from the NBA to the NFL, to the premier league. 
They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pool your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you've got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV for believe, you know, BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Special thanks to our sponsor, MyBookie. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Stacey Pates alongside Sydney Weiss. What are your thoughts heading into 2020 season? Uh, well, first of all, I think it's it's wild because it's going to be my fourth season. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> I just started. And so um, that that sticks out to me because it's like, oh my gosh, like I graduated college in 2017. Um, it it's already 2020, like where has the time gone? But I also know like these last years have been a challenge and a climb and have been very awesome in developing who I am on and off the court. And so um, I'm just excited to uh, continue to work here in Spain, um, develop um, myself and contribute to this organization and to these people here while I'm, while I am here. Um, and then, you know, we're off to the races again, probably right when I get back in April. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of things like once the CBA is finalized, then there's going to be a lot of free agency and trades and different things taking place. And so you never know what the roster is going to look like. And you can never be sure of yourself even, um, you know, I go into each training camp thinking, you know, I'm, I'm fighting for a spot. There's nothing guaranteed. And so I have to continue to be the best version of myself and, and, but also stay true to who I am. And so I've, I've grown into um, having security of what I can bring to the table. And if it doesn't fit into a, a specific team or system, that's okay. Um, I'd rather them take, you know, what's best for their organization and their team. And so Hopefully there's going to be some room for me on the Sparks. I, I would love to remain where I am and <laughs> to do my job. Uh, but I haven't really thought too much about the ins and outs of this uh, 2020 summer season yet. But I know going into training camp, my mindset's going to be the same of bringing what I can um, to the table as best as I can, as consistently as I can. And um, just look forward to the opportunity. It's, um, it's a very... Um, rare chance to be a part of this league and so any opportunity to be out there is a blessing and um can't believe that we're already a couple months away yeah. 30 it's almost here <laughs> i know i love it i can't wait i'm counting i'm counting the weeks um i told eli on the show last week i said um obviously being selfish about my people, I said, I want Sydney to retire in LA, like many, many years from now, but I don't <laughs> ever want you, I don't ever want you yeah. to be with another team. Cause I am just that selfish. Oh. Yeah, You know what? And I, I, now that I'm, like I said, I'm entering my fourth season. I've been around the, um, the different teams and different cities and 
Um, I really, I'm biased, but I also like to think that I speak the truth and I don't think that there's a better place than Los Angeles on and off the court, the organization, the people, uh, the city, the opportunity, uh, you're by the beach. I mean, mm -hmm. come on, uh, Stacy's in LA. I mean, <laughs> like, come on. You should have led uh, with that. On. I had to last. <laughs> oh, so kind. And you are a beach girl. So that definitely, yeah, yeah. So that, that's definitely an easy, easy sell for you. Um, for anybody really, I want to mm -hmm. go, I want to go back to something that you said that's very important. And especially for, um, any of our young listeners who are aspiring WNBA players who have that on their bucket list, um, or just anyone, I think this can apply to anyone in any job, any day, anything. I love what you said about how you still, you, re you recognize nothing is guaranteed. So you have to have a certain mindset of being prepared and bringing yourself, uh, bringing your A game every day with your attitude, with your performance, with everything. How do you find a balance? Because that is wisdom in terms of, I feel like when people get too comfortable, that's when they start to maybe take things for granted. And you're clearly mm -hmm. not someone that takes things for granted. How do you find that balance between having confidence in your game and knowing you belong there, but also approaching each day, attacking each day, each practice, each game, each situation to make sure that you are still not even on the, just on the radar, but front and center, you need me, I deserve to be here. How do you find that balance? Yeah, it, uh, it took me a couple years um, to get there, a lot of different lessons, and uh, I had to work through a lot of doubt internally, and, uh, but I think uh, I saw a quote that has stuck with me that is, um, I'm complete, but I'm not finished, and cool. so trusting that we are equipped and we have everything that we need and we're, um, we're prepared for a moment like this and for, um, you know, for my case, I'm prepared for this training camp, but I'm also a work in progress and I am also continuing to improve. And I think a lot of people don't like when I first became a professional, I was like, you think to yourself, like, I'm supposed to be perfect. I'm supposed to be the best at everything because I'm a professional. That's my job. But you're still working on your game. You're still improving and you're never going to be done improving. And so it's the beauty with um, the sport that I get to play is uh, there's so many things that you suck at and you have to continue <laughs> to get better at. And so it, it helps you because um, you know, you don't want to beat yourself up. You don't want to be your own worst critic. Uh, sometimes it works for people, but I've learned to uh, embrace where I'm at and um, you know, to have peace with what I'm working on and to know day by day, you're going to continue to chisel away at it and, um, be intentional with working on your weaknesses and not be afraid of them. Uh, but also know, um, you know, I I'm a firm believer that um, what's for you will not pass you. And mm -hmm. so you, you are true to yourself, you work your tail off and you do what you can and you're open to understanding, you know, what was, what worked for me yesterday might not be what is asked of me today. And so I got to continue to adjust and be mindful of, you know, this rhythm isn't working for me anymore. I got to adjust and I trust that this new rhythm is what's best for me right now, even if it doesn't ma match what I had in mind. And so, you know, uh, and trust the season that you're in of life knowing, okay, um, I'm here for a reason. I'm supposed to be here and I'm, I'm also preparing for what's next and knowing that 
what I'm working through right now, that's also preparing me for what's in store. And so it's all, it's this beautiful thing that works together. And, you know, being a a person of faith, um, I know that there is, uh, that God is putting the pieces together um, all in in his time. And, and I would, I've learned it's better to take your time and to stay on um, his timetable and rather than to rush it or to lose, lose sight of your own journey, start to focus on other people's progress and you lose sight of, okay, this is actually my lane. This is my path. And um, I'm going to get to where he wants me to be um, when he wants me to be there. And so knowing that along the way, you're teaching, you're getting taught and you're learning everything intentionally and on purpose and with purpose. And so um, it's, I mean, some days are easier than others. Like I said, sometimes I just want to lay in bed and watch The Office. Yeah. I mean, why not John Krasinski? Why wouldn't you want to watch him? What a guy what a guy <laughs> uh, also rain wilson dwight he's like my top character on okay the show. obviously you have steve carell i mean i it's mean a, it's classic it's a classic it is classic um, and p.s yeah. steve carell yeah and john krasinski as they've gotten older like are they look better than ever like fine wine like oh fine my wine God. totally we're gonna Beautiful talk men I'm going to say, I'm going to say our next show, we're going to talk about our celebrity crushes because. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. The, it. Yeah, totally. That's what we're going to do. Cause I think people need to be educated and that's what we do on this show. And part of an that's education true. is talking about gorgeous men. So we're going to, we are going to do that. Oh my goodness. I love it. That's our the next truth. show. That's yes. our show. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Continue to keep up with everything Sydney's going on, has going on in her life at SqueezeBaby24, and I'm at Stacey Pates. And as you hear this show, share it with your friends, tweet about it, post it on Instagram, like get it out there. These uh, women who represent our our country in this Olympic year, these women that uh, play for your respective WNBA teams, let's support them. Whatever that looks like, use your voice. Tell the world how much you love the WNBA because that's part of our our purpose here as well is to continue to prop up those who are doing amazing things. Um, so thank you again for listening to this edition of Believe in Spark. Sydney, any final thoughts? Go Sparks, Stacy. Go Sparks. <laughs> Go Sparks. You might not say much, but boy, you say it with passion. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks, Sydney. It's 2020, and now you have the pod by Eight Sleep. The pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time. It's a crazy comfortable bed. For the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500 only at 8sleep.com pro. That's 8sleep.com slash pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.